Welcome to the Tub Talk Sports Podcast. I am your host, Donovan Place, and I'm joined here by my co-hosts, as always, Ben Schmidt, Colin Hansel. Boys, uh, we just kicked it off earlier this week with our Season 2 episode, filling in all of our NFL predictions. Um, If you haven't listened, go ahead and go listen to that. Um, A quick follow-up to that, on the ESPN ESPN app, you can join our uh, TTSP uh, pigskin pick'em group um, that just runs through every NFL game every week and you just go ahead and pick your winner uh, uh, winner of the spread I should say and uh, winner of that uh, we'll give out you know a prize we'll have you on the podcast whatever it is we'll shout you guys out so please go ahead uh, and follow that the name of the league is just TTSP we'll also tweet it out on our Twitter and let's uh, let's get right into uh, what we're talking about this episode. I think we're going to start off with a little baseball. Now yeah. we know. Sorry. Um, the season is uh, season is coming to an end. Uh, about a month left in the year. Uh, playoffs are near the corner, and uh, postseason baseball is outside of playoff football. I think playoff baseball is one of my favorite. Is potentially my favorite time of the year yeah i i i love playoff baseball there's especially because there's so often where i know it can happen in any sport but especially with the wild card game like we could see a, a potentially a reds or a phillies in a wild card game against the dodgers and who knows one of those teams who will be 10 to 15 games worse than the dodgers or, the, or even the giants they could win, and then who knows where they, where they go from there. We saw the Nationals go on their run after winning the wild card game a few years ago. The Giants have done it before years back. So it, it, there's just always – as long as you're in, you've got a shot. I know you can say that in all sports, but in, in playoff baseball, it's it's fantastic. And there's some good races, especially in the wild card, in both the AL and NL. So it should be exciting, as, we, as, you, as you said. It's right around the corner, and we got about three weeks left. Or you could oh, yeah. see the team that's had the best record in the league all year. If they get cold on maybe the last week of the season, you could see them get bounced in one game. Yeah. If the Giants, you know, that's another very tough. Yeah. Of the no, I, th- I think that the Dodgers Giants race will come down to the, to the last couple of games. I, I, I don't, even though I said Dodgers lose a wild game, it could very easily be the Giants. And, and as of right now, the Giants only have a one-game lead in the division. So it's especially teams um, who that could sneak into that wild card, like Padres have a ton of talent. Reds have a ton of offensive firepower. And, and even like the Phillies, who have been hot, hot as heck recently. So all of those teams could beat a Giants or Dodgers, no matter which one it is. Or the other two, the other, the other team, um, when I think about it that way, if, if the loser of the NL West, Dodgers or Giants, hosts a wildcard game and wins, we are going to then get a fantastic playoff series between those two teams. We've seen how the oh, games yeah. have played out. That one could easily go to five games. So yeah. I'm excited for that. And I mean, we're not even talking about the AL yet. So r- right now it's Boston and New York, I believe. But athletics have been hanging around all year. And then two teams have just have been blazing hot of late. Seattle, who I think a ton of people are rooting for because they haven't made the playoffs in two decades. And Blue Jays as well, who are big players at the deadline. They've gotten hot. So we'll see. I mean, I don't want to just talk about the NL. The AL has some great races as well. I, I don't know who you guys – obviously, you know I want the Reds in the NL. But 
AL, I'm kind of rooting for Seattle. They've it's been so long and they have so much young talent. I'd love to see Seattle slip into to that second wild card. That would be yeah. a great story. And if they did, it'd be over like a traditional powerhouse like the Yankees or Red Sox. So I think that that'd be super cool for baseball. Yeah. So let's just uh break it down real simple. We'll go kind of like We'll go a couple of the divisions that are uh, the races are looking good, and then we'll go like wild cards for each league. So let's start off with the AL East. The Rays have a healthy lead, so it's kind of easy to say that they are going to end up winning that division. But the Yankees, Red Sox, and Blue Jays are all fighting for second place, which could end up being, you know, a top wild card spot. So out of those three teams how do you think they're going to end up finishing? Who's going to finish second, third, fourth in the AL East? I think I'm going to go with the Yankees out of the AL East. They, we, we saw them after the trade out on get super hot. They've cooled off again lately, but for a, a pretty pronounced stretch of time, they were really, really hot. And I think their roster is, is pretty well, well-rounded at this point, especially if Joey Gallo figures it out because he has not been very good since going to New York. I know he has the home run ball. But I and I know batting average isn't like the only stat to look at, but I believe he's hitting in the hundreds since coming to New York. So you love to see a little more production there. But I think compared to the other two teams, I don't necessarily think I don't think the Yankees are like a World Series threat. But I think compared to the other two teams, I'm probably going to take the Yankees as long as this Garrett Cole. He was removed from a start yesterday, but I think it was just precautionary. So I'm going to go with them. I'm kind of low on Boston. I don't love Boston, but it is if they can get in them if they start sale especially in a one game would be tough and then blue jays are hot too but i'm gonna i'm gonna go yankees but obviously it's the rays are the ones cruising that division and i'll i'll get to the rays later when we do our uh, power rankings yep yep um for me personally uh i'm looking at the schedules okay and for me i the yankees are a team that is especially this year that i've i've never really been able to you know get on the wagon be like all right this is this is where they make a playoff push because once they look good they always then hit a stretch they just lost four in a row uh two of them they lost to baltimore and baltimore's uh, i'm looking at the standings right now baltimore's 44 just, just say it baltimore's atrocious they are terrible um so i'm looking at the schedule and the yankees have somewhat of a tough stretch playing a couple potential playoff teams i'm looking the next couple series they have is uh, they, they have to finish out their Toronto series and they go at Mets, at Baltimore, home versus Cleveland, home versus Texas. So that stretch pretty easy. But then they end the season at Boston, at Toronto, home to Tampa. And I think those final nine games are going to be really tough for them, especially with the weak pitching staff. We don't know necessarily about Garrett Cole. So I look at the two other th- two other teams in that division, the Red Sox and the Blue Jays, both have pretty easy schedules. And I'm actually tempted to have the Yankees finishing fourth in the AL East. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you on the fact that I don't love the Yankees pitching whatsoever. It's just a position that they seem to not be able to like ever get right. And I I hope they like weren't seriously relying on Andrew Heaney to fix that problem at the deadline because he clearly didn't. So, I mean, if you're looking at right now, the two, two and a half games separate all three of the teams. It, I, 
I just don't see New York falling that far. I don't know though. I think I think they step up big in at least a couple of those series. But I don't honestly. If I had to pick right now, my order, I would go New York second, Toronto third, Boston fourth. But I don't know. I, I think I agree with that. My Toronto's, order. Toronto's insane at a plus forty one, plus one forty run differential for a fourth place team. Yeah, that is insane. My uh, my I guess standings will be the Rays. Red Sox, Blue Jays, and uh, Yankees. And here's why. Because I'm going to list you Boston's schedule the remainder of the year. So tonight is Boston's last game of the year against Tampa. That's big. Um, Tampa, or excuse me, the Red Sox then go at Chicago, White Sox that is, at Seattle. So two pretty tough games. If they can end up going three and three in that stretch, they're, you know, I think they're going to be set for the remainder of the season where they're home to Baltimore, home to the Mets, home to the Yankees, at Baltimore, at the Nationals. That's a very easy schedule to end the year. And, I mean, we've seen it in years past with Boston. Once they get hot at the end of the season, that can propel them to not only a playoff spot, but a few playoff series wins. So I really like where the Red Sox are at right now, especially with their schedule. And then – so let's say, would you take, first of all, one, if you're Boston, you get in, do you start Chris Sale on that game? And two, do you have them beating, like, let's say it ends up being Red Sox-Yankees, who are you taking in that game? It's tough because if Garrett Cole's healthy, I, I, you, you got to go with the better pitcher, and I think it's Garrett Cole because these wildcard games have always been dominated by pitching. Whoever has the better pitcher usually – wins the game um and i just i think cole is better than sale but sale you know is very well west well rested only being you know only playing like half the season a third of the season so it'd be tempted to see where they go i wouldn't even hate if they started a faldi if has been very good but uh i think i would still have to go i think cole i think that's i think that's a good pick and I mean, I was just looking at the Cole news a second ago. They're basically just non-committal right now, and they're not sure whether, whether or not he's going to even need an IL stint. So I think yeah. I think we'll know a lot more about that in the next day or two, depending on because whether they get an MRI or not, and, and all those things. That would that yeah. would sway my decision because then who's who who are you going to start if it's no Garrett Cole like Jordan Montgomery? I'm sure there's. I guess. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. That's why I yep. think if the Yankees win that wild card game, it's like, okay, now you're going against Tampa, and who are you going to start for games two, three on the road? Or, I'm sorry, games one and two on the road after you are without Cole for about three games. It's just really tough for them um, with the pitching situation they're in. So I, even if they were to win that wild card game, I am def- I'm picking against them in the first round. I think I yeah, would too, because like I said, we'll get to the Rays later when we do our closing segment. But uh, that, yep. that that Rays team is really good, and I don't know the head to record head to head record of Yankees Rays, but I'd assume the Yankees or the Rays are are uh, over five hundred at least against the Yankees. Yep. All right, let's move over to the very competitive AL West. Um, Kind of, kind of surprised. Uh, the Astros got off to a really hot start 
this season. And but Seattle has been hot of late, and Oakland has struggled a lot out of the All Star break. Um, looking at it right now, Seattle's five and a half games out. I think they won today against Houston, and uh, the A's are six and a half out. So how do you think this AOS can shape out? So sadly, I think only I think Astros win, and I think that's the only team out of this division that makes the playoffs. I'm gonna say that out of those th- those two wild card spots, two out of those three AL East teams take them. As much as I, I said this earlier, as much as I love Seattle, I don't think I don't. I love the starring Marte acquisition for the athletics, but they still have too many holes on that roster, especially at shortstop. I would have loved, who knows, maybe they were calling. I would have loved to see them attempt to go after Trevor Story at the deadline because that's Elvis Andrews has not cut it there for them. So I think the athletics have too many holes, and I think Seattle is going to finish right there, but I, I just think it's going to be where they, they get hot just a little too late. And also they, I mean, I, them trading away Kendall Graveman at the deadline was a head scratcher. I know we've talked about that in previous episodes, but I could see this where I'm going to go in, in terms of the division, Astros one, Seattle two, Athletics three, but I don't think Seattle or, or Oakland makes the playoffs. But the fact that Seattle still gets to play in the next like couple weeks, they get to play Boston for three, they get to play Oakland for four, that's got to get you super excited as a Mariners fan because if they play well in those two, they certainly have a good opportunity. Um, they don't get to face Toronto, but playing two of those teams right there, one of them that's in the spot is huge for them. No, it's it's without yeah. a doubt exciting to be a Mariners fan. I mean, we all know the whole haven't made the playoffs since 01, and this is a team that has a ton of young talent and is only going to continue to improve as more guys come up and some of these talented guys figure it out in the big leagues because they really haven't yet. So I, it's, it's an exciting time to be a Mariners fan. This is a team that, if they don't make it this year, should be competing for a playoff spot next year with a good offseason. So, um, like I said, I don't have them making it, but it's a, it's a, I would be more optimistic as a Mariners fan than I would be as, like, an athletics fan. Even, I don't know, I, st- I might even like them over Boston, but we'll see. Yep. All right, so let's just go ahead and wrap up the whole AL. Give me your AL playoff picture. So your three division winners, you can go ahead and give them the seeds if you want, and then uh, your two wildcard teams. Okay, I'll go real quick. And, I mean, obviously, first, I'll go AL Central, which we didn't even talk about. There's no need to talk about it because that thing's yeah. been over since May. White Sox win that one. Astros win the West. And the Rays win the East. I think oh, I'm not going to go through all my seeds, but I think the Rays end up getting the number one seed. And then I think they will take on the winner. They'll take on the winner of Yankees Blue Jays. And I think it'll be the Yankees. So I'm going to go Rays Yankees in the divisional and then White Sox Astros. That's my, that's my, I don't, I'm, I'm iffy on the Blue Jays pick, but it could be any of those teams, which we've obviously talked about. there. I'm going to go uh, Tampa 1, Houston 2, White Sox 3. Taking Houston over the White Sox right now because they are without their maybe two best pitchers. Uh, for the wild card spots, I'm going to go Yankees and Toronto. I think Toronto sneaks into the last spot. 
All right. I thought I was being bold by having uh, Toronto make that last playoff spot. Because clearly we were all in agreements. I have the uh, Blue Jays and Red Sox making the wild card. Um, and then I agree with all the division winners. I'll give you my seeds. I got Rays one, White Sox the two seed, Astros the three, uh, and then Red Sox Blue Jays rounded out in the wild card game. I think that's so, man. That two seed, that home field advantage would be huge. It would. I, I just compared schedule. The White Sox still have a bunch of games against the Indians and Tigers left. I think those are, you know, pretty – they can handle them. And then uh, the the Astros, I think they finished their season at Athletics, at, at Seattle, home to uh, the A's, and then home to Seattle. So they still have – two different three-game series against the two other top teams in that division. So if you're a team like Seattle and Oakland, I still think you have a shot at winning the division if you can, you know, perform well in those series. But enough of that. Let's head over to the National League, more specifically the NL East. Um, this, I mean, we've talked about a past episode. This is a clusterfuck of a division. I mean, sorry. I was in the middle of drinking something when you when you when you passed over to me. But um, <laughs> this is such a weird division because I thought I've known who's going to get hot and take it like three different times, and I I, I really just think this is it's going to be so hard to predict this division, and it's just going to be whoever is hot the last week of the season. Right now, Atlanta is up yep. by two and a half games, but Philly's kind of had a nice stretch seven and three over the last ten. I'm going to say Atlanta hangs on. But I think Philly challenges for the NL wild card, which we'll get to later. Mets, I think, are cooked. I hate the Mets roster. Even though they're only four out of first place, I still think the Mets are cooked. These wins recently are coming against below 500 teams. So I'm going to take Atlanta yeah. dang on. Major props to Atlanta for not selling at the deadline because I thought they should have, but they obviously knew they still had a window to win the division. So Shout out to Bryce Harper. Is he, is he going to win MVP? It's really tough. Uh, I know Tatis. Tatis has been the favorite all year, but with missing time and Harper just killing it with you know the last month or so, um, he very well could. Uh, I had Max Muncy around the All Star game. I still think he has a shot if he gets you know back to his form in uh, September. But I'd say right now my vote is probably towards Bryce Harper. Do you guys think if Atlanta? were to finish off this division and they'd play Milwaukee in the first round, do you think they'd have any shot at winning that one? No. I, I Yeah, probably. This is, this is just Milwaukee's year. Milwaukee has got everything to go their way, and that pitching is just so good. And I think they'll take advantage of a brave staff that is not as, not as competitive once you get to the middle, to the back end of it. So I think Freddie Freeman is having an – is it, if you really look at Freddie Freeman's stats since the middle of the year, he's having an insane year. He turned it on oh, yeah. all because his son wanted to meet Fernando at the all-star game. So, <laughs> but uh, like I said, major props to Atlanta, but I don't think they get past Milwaukee. I'd love to be wrong. Donovan knows I'd love to be wrong, but uh, Oh yeah. I, I think, uh, and it's crazy. Milwaukee's still in it for the number one seed. So it could end up being different if Milwaukee gets hot and the other two yeah. falter. But uh, I think Milwaukee would, would beat Atlanta. But, God, that's so intimidating. First three games throwing out Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta. Like, you can't – Yeah, yeah. There's no 
easy game. So against... I think I think the Brewers could 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 win the NL. It wouldn't shock me if they won the NL. Me neither. I Green. They went to they went to San Fran like a week or two ago, and I believe won a series out there. And then I think they still play the Dodgers, so we'll see. We'll see how their head head goes there. Yeah, I mean, the the they... Brewers finished the year, I think, at the Dodgers. Didn't for three games. didn't the Brewers sweep the Dodgers like back in like May or June in Milwaukee? I think so. That was when the Dodgers were struggling because I remember the yeah. Cubs swept them. Yeah, whatever. Doesn't count. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Your team's not making the playoffs. I don't know about that. We'll get there. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's. I think the NL Central, I think same with the AL Central, is pretty much wrapped up. Milwaukee, 11 yeah. game lead. Let's move over to the wild, wild west, the NL West. Um, it's now really a two-horse race. San Diego has fallen off completely since the All-Star break. Um, so I think this is the I – mean, I mean, who do you guys have winning this division, honestly? It's, it's, this is a tough one. I couldn't tell you, dude. At this point, I think I'd have to go with the Dodge, or I'm sorry, the Giants. It sucks that they don't play each other again. I mean, their yeah, last yeah. series was last weekend. That would be a terrific way to end the regular season. But yeah, the Giants, you guys want to talk about the series that just happened? Giants, Dodgers, it kind of felt like a playoffs. A oh, couple yeah. of oh, it did. Really felt like playoff games. That, that, that place in San Fran, which San Fran is one of the best games in the league, but yeah, it was rocking. Yeah, I really hope to visit that ballpark one day. It's awesome. Yep. Um, the first game was like a bullpen game for the Dodgers. And it was that the one that ended in like the 12th inning? On the walk-off. Like yeah. The walk-off. Yep. Yeah, and it shouldn't have even gone to extra innings because Buster Posey kind of messed, he messed up. up. Mind. He tagged the wrong guy on third base. And that allowed the Dodgers to send it to extras. And then that game three was really good, too, because the Dodgers kind of had a late push. Albert Pujol said that two-run homer, um, and the Giants won the series, and they now have a one-and-a-half game lead. Donovan, have you been – I was going to say, Donovan, have you compared the schedules for these two teams considering it's like you have for everyone? <laughs> I have, and I, I'll, uh, I'll double-check it again, but the Dodgers – do have a couple tough games because I think they have two separate series against the Padres. Which the Padres, I mean, they're still fighting. They're for, fighting for uh, something, yeah. Yeah. And then um, Milwaukee, so have, like we talked about. Yeah, and they're home against Milwaukee to end the year. Um, you throw in a couple series at Arizona, at Colorado, at Cincinnati, um, you know, home to Arizona. I think those are some pretty easy games that they can handle. Um, but, like, uh, those two series against San Diego are going to be tough. The Giants, however, um, they I, I think they also – yeah, they have two series – or, excuse me, they have three separate series against the Padres. So, it's one um, of those – I need them to win those games. The, yeah. It's one of those do you – because they play the Padres ten more times this year. You want to play the Padres ten more times if you're the Giants, or do you want to play the Padres six more times – and the Brewers three more times if you're the Dodgers. So that's – and then I think the Giants also have a series against Atlanta. So I think Dodgers have a slightly easier schedule, slightly, um, but I, I still like San Fran to win this division. I'm going to take San Fran by a very small margin, although 
Yeah, I'm like I'm like I'm literally like 51 49 in favor of San Francisco. I could see it going either way. I would love to see these two meet in a playoff series if it didn't mean them having to beat the Reds in the wild card. But uh I would love a playoff series, five games of the, of this matchup. But I'm gonna like I said, I'm gonna go Giants, but literally like by a game or two. I think these two go like punch for punch the rest of the way with just a couple oh, weeks yeah. left. And Dodgers are gonna get a little bit healthier because they're they're adding Kershaw back soon, I believe, who's been out with a lengthy injury. So always, so. obviously, always good to add someone of Clayton Kershaw's caliber, especially because they've they've been dealing with starting pitching injuries. I mean, not even starting pitching losses because of Kershaw, Bauer. So especially with them getting healthy, I like their chances a lot. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Giants. All right. So, uh, just like with the last league, go ahead and just give me your division winners and two wild cards. Okay, so uh, Giants get the, get the division and the one seed. Close race with Milwaukee, but they get the one seed. Milwaukee two, Atlanta three. Dodgers host a wild card game against the Cincinnati Reds, who will back well, who will back their way into the playoffs because San Diego has just an absolute insane schedule to close it out and i like the reds chances to beat up on pittsburgh hopefully but like i said it's it's like reds back their way into the playoffs i'm gonna be bold here okay so i have the giants winning their division like milwaukee and atlanta get the two three i think the dodgers are gonna get the wild card the second wild card i want to be bold here i'm gonna (laughs) i'm sorry ben i'm gonna go with the phillies that's not it. I mean, if, if the Reds don't get it, I, I like the Phillies odds to get it over the Padres. I like their odds over the Padres because they play the Rockies, the Cubs. Well, where's Mets. that Rockies series? Sorry to interrupt you. It's in Philly. Okay, yeah. Rockies play horrible on the road, so they should sweep The Rockies, that. the Cubs, the Mets, the Orioles, the Pirates, the Braves, and the Marlins. The toughest team they face by far there in that stretch is Atlanta. Every other team is bottom feeders right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Your Chicago Cubs are hot right now, but they are hot. But they got Frank Schwindel. Shout out Frank Schwindel. I'm going to take Philly. Shout out Frank Schwindel. Didn't he get player of the month? Uh, Player of the week week and rookie of the month. Okay. Gotcha. And a rookie of the week. I'm going to take the Philadelphia Phillies as the okay. second wild card. That's not a bad pick at all. Yep. Especially if they can stay healthy. Well, everyone knows I've been one to be bold on this podcast. So here, here's my bold take. I got uh, I got San Fran getting the one seed, uh, Milwaukee getting the two, Philly winning the division. Yeah, that's right. It's only a two-and-a-half game lead, and I completely agree with Colin. If if Philly wins that series against Atlanta that they have, there is no doubt in my mind that they should win the division because of how much of a cakewalk the rest of their uh, – the rest of the way is. Yeah. Um, and then my two wildcard teams, obviously, uh, Dodgers, whoever doesn't win the West is going to host a wildcard game. And my second wildcard team, it's Atlanta. I, 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 I like what Atlanta did at the trade deadline. Um, it really sucked because if they had Ronald Cooney Jr. right now, I might even pick Atlanta to not only win their division, but maybe win the NL. 
I really like I mean, how their roster is. They, they were a game away last year, and if they had Acuna, their roster is probably better when you look exactly. at the fact that there was really no subtractions and only additions. Yeah. So I, it, it's a shame that he's not healthy, but I do think that they uh, make a, they can win a playoff series. Yeah. Uh, I, even with their roster. None of the only team in the NL race, though, it surprised me if we're sitting here three weeks now and their playoffs is the Cardinals. That is the only team that could surprise me because there's no reason the Cardinals should be in it yet. They're like three and a half games out. But I the Mets think wouldn't surprise you at this point. The Mets would. I would be shocked because the Mets, the Mets are on a string of playing a below average team, so they're gonna have to play someone good at some point. Yeah, I don't like especially I, no the DeGrom. Mets. Actually, here let me let me list yeah. off the Mets schedule. Let's, let's I didn't think it was it's not terrible. It's not terrible because it's they finish uh, this Miami series. They're home to the Yankees, home to the Cardinals, home to the Phillies. At Boston, out Milwaukee, those get a little tricky, and then it's Miami and at Atlanta, so it's kind of 50 50. They would, um, they would have to either win two out of three or sweep the Philly and Atlanta series, which yeah. I don't know if they're capable of, especially with their pitching depth has been shot, and I really don't like their offense. Yeah, that's fair. So, I mean, I would, I would, uh, I like I like the Mets more as a threat than the Cardinals, but I don't think either should be in the playoffs. So that's my yep. take. All right. So just for the sake of it, give me your World Series and winner. Colin, you want to go first with this one? Uh that's really tough. At this point, I might just have to go with the team I picked at the start of the year. I'll just go safer pick with the Dodgers. Um, Scherzer has looked – Scherzer and Trey Turner have both played great since getting to L.A. So, I mean, with those additions, they are a super team right now. Uh, if they have a healthy Kershaw. So, I think I'm going to have to go with the Dodgers. Even though they're probably going to play in a wild card game, I still – it's tough, man, because even if they win it, they got to go play San Fran right away. And San Fran with – I mean, obviously the Dodgers starting rotation is stacked, but still, sometimes in these wild card games, you even see teams use two starters. Yeah. So, but um, I'm going to go – I'm going to go World Series rematch, but I think this is the year the Rays, the Rays win it. I The Rays – they're just such a good organization, top to bottom. Front office is great. Wander Franco is a stud, and they're calling up someone else, too. The Rays are, who I can't think of any off the top of my Bruhan? head. No, not Bruhan. Is I, it I, uh, Chaz Rowe? I'll, I'll double check. But um, the Rays overall are, are – uh, it's it's just with, with the payroll they have, how they're just so good every year, I wish um, – Obviously, I wish that the red the Reds could be like that, but um, so the prospect is Josh Lowe, tenth best Josh prospect okay. in the league outfielder. Yep. So Wander Franco's yep. uh, thirty six game on base streak is on the line tonight. They're yeah, in the he's inning, a, gotten on base. He's a stud. So I'm gonna take Rays beating the Dodgers. I have the Rays beating the Giants, um, but you could you can easily make a case that that second round potential series of a Giants Dodgers playoff match the winner of that series it's only a five game series let's not forget 
can go on to win the World Series. I think that's I think that's kind of crazy. I think the league should just extend that to a seven game series. I agree. Hell, a nine game series. I don't give a shit. I want to see those two play every game. It is fun. Um, but I think that's gonna wrap up. Oh wait, uh, we have our power rankings. That's right. Me and Bang yes. have our power ranking. Bang, oh, you yeah. want Let's let's hear Ben give me or how do we want to do this? Do we want to give our list for uh, our top five at the same time, or do you just want to go? Um, one person go, then the other person go. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I'll go first. My number five team. This was a toss up between White Sox and Astros. I'm gonna go White Sox because I like the White Sox better, um, even though they're not healthier. But the additions the White Sox have made on offense over the past month-ish, guys coming back from injury, makes me think that they're once once that team is finally like assembled together, is gonna is gonna wreak havoc. So I'm going White Sox at five. Uh, I'm going Astros at five. Uh, okay. What they're doing, they they sneakily have a great pitching staff. Yes, with just having twelve guys that they could throw at any time at any given inning. And their offense is great. They've been dealing with a lot of injuries. I know they just got Bregman back. Um, mm-hmm. And plus, this team does have experience. We know the whole cheating thing. And I'm completely on the fuck Astros bandwagon. But, uh, I mean, they have experience. Experience does mean something in baseball. So, I got them at my number five. All righty. Four, four to one, you could honestly argue in any order. I have Brewers yep. at four. Yep. Um. I, I said earlier, this is just the Brewers' year that their pitching is probably the best in the league. If I had to pick one pitching staff for, uh, of any team that I wouldn't want to face, it would be the Brewers because even the back end of the rotation, Brett Anderson, Eric Lauer, a couple of those guys, are, uh, there's, there's one more I'm forgetting, a right-hander. Adrian Hauser, that's who it is. The back end of the rotation has been good, and, and that's not even their main guys. You mentioned earlier, Colin, you have uh, Woodruff, Burns, Peralta, all in, having insane years, all three made the all-star game. And then once you finally get them out of the ball game, Kirk Cousins' cousin, who I didn't even know, I didn't even know he had a cousin that played in the MLB, but Jay Cousins has been fantastic in like that six. They're actually cousins. Yes, they are cousins. Yes. Kirk Cousins' cousin pitches cousins. the Brewers. Plays. Jay, Jay Cousins. Inception. That's in cousin point. Inception. Yes. That's cousin Inception. Yeah. No, I learned about him about, about July. And I believe he went like his first like 14 or 15 games without even giving up a run. So, and that's not even their best relievers. You get him in the seventh or even Hunter Strickland in the seventh. And then you go to the eighth and it's Devin Williams in the ninth and Josh Hader. Oh, and by the way, when Josh Hader's unavailable for a save, they turned uh, uh, Brett, Brad Broxberger, former closer for another team who's having a good year. So there's five yeah. guys named right there who, who if you would have told me that more than two of them were having great years, I would have been shocked. But it's the Brewers – it's it's their year. They could win the NL. It's 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 a really good roster. Uh, I agree with Ben. I also have the Brewers at four. Uh, I'm not going to talk about their pitching because Ben just did. I'm actually going to talk about their offense. Their offense, I I'm just I'm not in love with, and it's the only reason keeping me from picking the Brewers of winning the championship because I think championships start with pitching, and having the three headed monster at top and five solid guys in the bullpen, I mean, it should be a no-brainer. But Yelich, he has played better late. Um, but outside of that, I mean, you have Narvaez, who hasn't played well in the second half. Adamez has been probably their best hitter all year. Um, Colton Wong has been 
pretty solid at the top. Um, my personal best friend, Lorenzo Kane, uh, he's been doing, you know, pretty solid this year. Um, but this... I just I I don't love their offense. But if they get hot, if if you can get a Daniel Vogelbach, a Travis Shaw, uh, Travis Shaw is on the Red Sox, but um, which I who I am I thinking? Um, who's the other guy? They have? Rowdy Tolise. Rowdy Tillett. Dude, they're yes. the same person. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Without a doubt. I didn't know that Travis <laughs> Shaw wasn't on the Brewers until he hit that walk-off grand slam like a week or two ago. Yeah. For, for Boston. I, so, I do. They're the yeah. same person. Oh, yeah. I, no, I, don't I mean, call me. All, them and Vogel. The only difference between the three yeah. of them is Vogelbach, Vogelbach is bigger in size, but they're all the same. Vogelbach runner. is yeah. those two guys put together. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, If the Brewers have MVP Yelich, that team is a World Series favorite. Which is easily crazy. The on base is still there, but just the power and the hitting is not. So that's that's um that's the Brewers number three. Um, I'm going Dodgers at three. Dodgers are my team who I actually had making out of the NL, but right now power rankings I have them at three. There's not a whole lot of explaining needed. This team's only gonna get healthier, and they're stacked. Imagine if like like with the yellow thing. Imagine what it'd be if Cody Bellinger was hitting it over 200. Yeah. Uh, once again, I agree with Ben, and I have a pretty same. good feeling we're going to round out the end of this uh, power rankings looking the same. But I agree. I think the Dodgers, uh, I mean, they're getting very good production from all the money they've spent, um, and I just think they're going to coast that to a yep. potential, uh, you know, World Series, you know, uh, birth, but. You never know that that second round matchup. I'm going to be tuning in every goddamn pitch of that game. Yep, I'm going to give my two and the one just because it's gonna you're, you're going to know. We'll see if you and I win the same order. I went Giants two, Rays one. I have the Rays as the best team in baseball. I have obviously I agree. winning the World Series. A, a World Series between Rays Giants would also be fantastic because it's between two total like ahead of the game managers. Kevin Cash been doing it with the opener and all that stuff for years. And now Kapler this year, the analytical guy who the second you put in the opposite handed pitcher will pull all of his guys and switch the lineup up. So, um, oh, yeah. which actually that I saw, I saw something funny about this the other day. Imagine if, if the Reds, cause the Reds have a very, very heavy lineup. They can go against left-handed pitchers and a very heavy lineup. They go against right-handed pitchers. And, and imagine if you're the Reds and you start a right-handed pitcher for an inning and force Kapler to start all his lefties. And then go to like a lefty in the second. Like the red should use an opener. For... It's that that whole strategy. I don't know if you remember the game, but it was the series. It was the NLCS. I forget what year. I think it was. I think it was eighteen, two thousand eighteen. Was a seven game NLCS against the Dodgers and the Brewers. And yes, it was that like was game 18. four in LA. Yes, Craig when Council started. Yeah, he started Wade Miley, and I think he like walked the first guy, and, and immediately after walking, he pulled him. Yep. No, whoever, whichever team faces the Giants in the wild card, which I said, I said Reds when I said lefty righty lineup. I meant to say Giants have a lefty righty yeah. matchup. You 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 say you're going to start a right-handed pitcher and then flip it to lefty, and it's either burn your whole bench in the first inning or just go against what analytics say. That's that's yeah. which if it was that easy, the Giants wouldn't be the best record in in the league, but. That's just my take. Giants at two, and then Rays one. Rays are the best team in baseball, and they're only going to continue to get better over the next couple of years because they're still loaded in prospects. Um, 
injuries or, or holding people out. So Rays are my best team. Yep. I, I, I'm right there with you. Okay, cool. All that right. Was some, uh, some uniqueness to that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that wraps up MLB. I think we're going to move over to college football, and I'm going to give it to our college football expert, Mr. Colin Hansel. I am so happy college football is back. I went to – have we all attended a game? Donovan, have you attended is, a game? He is not. I'm waiting they, for Saturday. Yeah, we they were, were in Tennessee. We were busy getting our asses kicked by Tennessee on Thursday. Yes, um, and these, the Bowling well, Green – Okay, uh, let, let, me, let me rephrase that. First half. Let, let me rephrase that. We got our ass kicked in the second half. I guess. It wasn't like a six-point game at half or something? It was 14 six. Yeah. And okay. we, we had all the we had all the momentum. Uh we kept them scoreless in the second quarter. There I think go. that's something to look forward to. So uh I, I like bowling. I like what I saw from bowling green. Do you like what you saw from McDonald, the quarterback? Yes, he had a much better game. His big issue last year was he had a bit of a hitch in his kind of throwing motion, which kind of threw all <laughs> of the timing off in that offense. Um hitch is gone. Completely gone. He, he looks like a normal functioning throwing quarterback. I love Bowling Green. I'm gonna pick him to win a couple Mac games. I haven't seen the rest of the Mac play, so I don't know how we're lining up against the other competition. But I do know that uh, teams like Ball State, uh, I think uh, Buffalo Toledo, is Buffalo, Buffalo looks strong in their first yeah, game. Yeah, Buffalo looks really good. NIU shocked the world. At Georgia Tech shocked the world. They went down, scored with about 30 seconds to go, went for two, and got it for the win. Good for them. So maybe NIU is a sleeper team this year in the MAC. Ball State's going to be good for sure. Oh, yeah. uh, let's move away from the MAC. Me and Ben also went to – we went to football games this past weekend. Did. Zoo took down Patrick Closa's Central Michigan Chippewas. And if Mizzou and, plays like that again next week, they'll get their ass handed to them by Kentucky. Nevertheless, I'll let you continue. <laughs> but a win is a win. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Oh, real quick, by the way, um, I want everyone to know that I am currently in the middle of a fantasy draft. We started Love this it. episode a little bit late, so and there was not oh. the draft was at 8.30. It's 8.31. If you need I got, help with the picks. Yes. No, this is going to be the first Tub Talk live fantasy draft. Um, I'm pick nine. We're currently Interesting. five. We so. love it. I'll, love it. I'll interject in as, as, I, as I go along. I'm hoping to make some noise in this league, so. <laughs> so um this season is off to a much better start than last season in which we only had like two power five conferences playing uh this year is a normal year everyone's playing we had a lot of good ranked matchups and we had some upsets in week one um one being did either of you catch the penn state wisconsin game that did was catch a little of it that a was a classic game. Big Ten showdown with Gus Johnson on the call. Penn State started 0-5 last year. Um, they're off to a much better start this year. They went to Wisconsin, Madison, and they took down number 12, Wisconsin. It's a big first win for Penn State. Wisconsin had the ball, I think, three times or four times in the red zone and did not score. Um, can't do that and win football games. Texas is back. Under Steve Sarkeesian, their first game, they took down ranked Louisiana Lafayette in pretty dominant fashion. The Raging Cajuns. Yes, the Raging Cajuns. 
they're a legit team. I mean, a 39-18 win, that's really good for Texas. They usually start off slow, so good for them. The other ranked matchup was Iowa-Indiana, which I attended, obviously, and it was a bludgeoning. The defense was swarming. Ooh, nice word. You like the word choice? Someone's been studying. We constantly work to improve vocabulary on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's our number one goal. We do more of that than we do homework. Of course. <laughs> um, Michael Penix was rattled, and Indiana got blown out at Kinnick Stadium. Love to see that for my Hawkeyes, which are now ranked in the top ten. Um. UCLA took down LSU. UCLA looks to be somewhat legit this year. Finally, they're back. And there's the big one, Georgia-Clemson. Uh, this was a top-five matchup. Both teams, potential champion teams. Clemson is replacing Trevor Lawrence. With, does anyone know how to say his name before I embarrass DJ. myself? DJ. Nope. Yeah. DJ Aguigale. The guy that played like really good last year Yes. Yeah, um, he's their new starting quarterback this year. And that Georgia defense was all over him. And they really roughed him up. Do you guys think Clemson, now 0-1 already, will still make the college football playoff? I do. It's, I, it's I, tall- sorry, you go, you go, you go. No, 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 you go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um. I think they. I think this was a really a, a good on Clemson for doing this week week one matchup, which I don't know. I obviously don't know how long ago this was planned, but either way, a, a great week one matchup against a really tough defense in Georgia. They were great last year. The greater again this year. That being said, now I think they kind of coast through at least at, at least some parts of schedule until they get to like the North Carolinas. Those, sorry, I uh, just took Jonathan Taylor with the ninth pick. I don't love it, but oh um, boy. Either way, I think I think Clemson goes to now what is no they're not going to play defense anywhere near as good as Georgia's again, and there's like I like I said there's not going to be a whole lot of competition for that ACC. It's improved from from previous years that's for sure, and Clemson isn't as talented. But I think even with the one loss, as long as they win that conference, I I can't see any way they don't put them in right. And I don't is there is there anyone that you guys think challenges Clemson for the ACC? Not uh, really. Yeah. Is Notre Dame still part of the? Uh, They're ACC? not at this They're year. Not. Okay. And I would have, I would have said maybe North Carolina, but the week one performance from them didn't really give me a whole lot of hope that they would yeah. challenge. So I was, caught a little was... game at work. Sam Howell did not look good. It just as a whole, I mean, that's that's rough to go zero and one like that when you had such high expectations. Yeah. And they still have to play at Notre Dame later in the year, and they'd have to um, beat Clemson, obviously, in the championship game, which I don't think is going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I just – for me, if Clemson, say, loses another game or two, they can still win the ACC, but I don't know if that's enough to put them in the college football. I wouldn't. Because I think that – if Clemson loses one more game, they're they're not in it for me. I think especially with how they looked against Georgia, and if you go through the rest of Clemson's schedule, like I like I said, it's it's pretty light. It, it, I'm looking here. I mean, I mean, 
maybe if, if Florida State plays like they did the other night, maybe that's decent. Yeah. But outside of that, there's no one here that if I'm that if I'm Clemson really scares me. So they they there's no reason to lose any other any of those other games in the regular season. Yep. I kind of know who my top four are. Like I know who my playoff picks are right now. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say Clemson does not make the playoffs. I think even though Georgia is about as good of a loss as you can take on a neutral field. Um, I'm going to go ahead and guess that Clemson loses one more game this year. Although it's a really tough game to start off with, their offense just wasn't with it. Um, you're replacing a lot of talent up there. Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne were there for so long, it felt like. Um, and it's a tough turnaround for Dabo Swinney. I'm going to go ahead. This is a little bold. I'm going to say they lose September 25th at NC State. It's a week four matchup. NC State looked really good week one. I'm going to go with an upset loss there. That's yeah. I didn't mention NC State. That's the that's another one. Um, I don't I don't know as much as NC State. I didn't watch them play this weekend, so I'm not going to really talk about that game. But it's I I want to add to what I said about Clemson in the playoffs. One, I think they have to win, and I think against even the matchups that are even somewhat close in terms of like the spread, I think they have to dominate those matchups. I think they have to look really good. And, and another team can have to falter, obviously. Yeah, with how good the SEC is up top, a two-loss Clemson is not going to get in. Agreed. Um, so, so who do you guys have in your college football playoff? Go on, sir. I have – Um. so I was kind of back and forth on Alabama just because – I didn't know too much about their quarterback, and uh, they do have a lot of tough games. I'm going to go with Alabama making it. Bryce Young, their new freshman quarterback, looked fantastic. He made some great throws, some great throws on the run. Oh, yeah. He joined Colin Coward's podcast network. Oh, did he? Yes. he has Bryce, Bryce Young now has a weekly show on Colin Coward's podcast network called The Volume. Bryce Young now has a weekly show. On that network, oh, which fun. is funny, huh. which is something you wouldn't really thought you would have seen two years ago before before yeah. athletes could do stuff like this. Hey, man, the NIL agreement is the greatest thing to happen to college sports in general in a while. So it's so cool that players can do that now. But I don't know. Their receivers, John Mechie, Jameson Williams, they have some serious weapons. And I think even if they lose a drop a game somewhere, they're going to be in the playoffs. I also have Georgia after that win against Clemson, which I predicted that they beat Clemson. I have them in the playoffs. I think they can go – I think they can run the table in the regular season, and that would secure them a spot. Losing to potentially an Alabama in that championship game would not knock them out after a win like that. So I think both of those teams are going to make it to from the SEC. I have and the same, I have, too. So yeah. I just want to – because you already covered most of with those two teams. There's not a whole lot else for me to talk about. Those, those are my two, and then I'm sure, I'm sure at least one of the other two will have the same, and then I think it's just going to be a toss-up for the fourth, but I'll let you go. Yeah, I have Ohio State, which I'm sure you do too. Yeah, Ohio State three. Um, the only way I see them not making it is if they lose to Oregon this upcoming week, but, I mean, Oregon didn't look spectacular in week one, and they might be without Kayvon Thibodeau, who is going to be a top-five pick in this upcoming draft, their best player. It's in Columbus, right? It is yes. in Columbus. Okay. 
It's tough. Oh, so we'll, we'll I know. yeah, I think Oregon would have to beat them. Um, and Ohio State again, I could see them dropping maybe one game and still making it. After yeah. after Oregon too, it's really, I mean, the really the only big matchup is is Penn State, which or Penn State will yeah. probably be a big matchup because probably like the Saturday night whiteout, which no matter how good Penn State is, it's hard to win there during like oh Penn State, well that so. game's actually in Columbus this year. Oh, okay. Oh. Yes, that's my fault. I, I I thought, and then um, their rivalry game against Michigan, which they won't lose because they don't lose to Michigan. So. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, um, if, if they get past Oregon, they're they're in. But they did look vulnerable against Minnesota. I mean, maybe that's just shaking off some rust. But C.J. Stroud turned it on late in the game. But for a while there, he was looking a little shaky. I think their run game will be fine with Master Teague and that Williams guy. And they obviously have like the best receiving core in football: Olave, Garrett Wilson. So I think Stroud yeah. will figure it out. But he is no Justin Fields. Agreed. And then my fourth team is Oklahoma. They're another team that really didn't look good in week one. They turned it on in the second quarter against Tulane. But late in that game, they just couldn't get it going on either side, either side of the ball. And Spencer Rattler threw two interceptions. And Oklahoma uh, fans were in shambles after a win. Yeah. I mean, there is definitely some room to worry. They do have to play. I mean, Iowa State and Texas are both highly ranked teams. And then they got to go like at Baylor, at Oklahoma State, which can, can you know, always shock people. But I think Oklahoma is going to make the playoffs. They're my fourth team. I really considered throwing in like – I considered a Cincinnati and Notre Dame – if you look at it, Cincinnati, without a doubt, has a path to this. If Cincinnati oh, yeah. stays hot, and, I mean, especially you could – we could get to the end of the season where it's a Cincinnati team that looked really good against a weaker conference or an uninspiring Oklahoma or Clemson, which in the past they've still tended to lean more towards the, 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 the Oklahomas and the Clemsons, but you never know, especially if Clemson loses one more game and Oklahoma – has the same type of performance against the team better than last week. You never know. I'm going to – I'll be quick. I'm going to take Clemson as my number four just because I think they, from here on out, run the table. And I just – I like – yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Clemson, but it's, it's going to be an uninspiring Clemson. Well, the winner of Cincinnati-Notre Dame on October 2nd certainly has – I mean, that's a big resume boost. That should be a top-10 matchup by that point. Oh, yeah. Um, well, Cincinnati has to play at Indiana still. If they win that, they could almost be a top-five team. That would be a huge matchup. And Notre Dame also plays at Wisconsin, at Virginia Tech. They play a lot of ranked teams. So I think if either of those were to run the table, they would make it in. And then, Donovan, do you want to share your top four? Yeah, I'm going to just go real quick. Uh, Bama, number one. I mean, they just had the best recruiting class of all time last year on top of winning a national championship. And Saban's just going to continue this role of dominance. I got them at the one seed. Uh, Ohio State, I have two. Uh, like you said, I think their offense looks even better than – it could potentially be even better than last year's offense. I do like Justin Fields a lot more than their current quarterback. Um Georgia, I have at three only because I think they'll lose in that SEC championship game. 
as opposed to Alabama and Ohio State. I don't think they'll lose a game this year. I think they're going to pretty much clean slate. And this four team is really tough for me because I don't like the ACC. I'm not a big fan of the Big 12. And um, it it would be tough to put in two Big 10 teams uh, for me. So I I thought about it. I think I'm going to go with Iowa State because I do like Iowa State more than I like Oklahoma. Uh, I watched the Oklahoma Tulane game. I was not impressed by Spencer Radler. Spencer Radler's, you know, last couple of years been talked up to be the, you know, the number one overall pick, the next best thing. And the games I've personally watched him, he turns the ball over a lot and he has missed a couple of throws. I'm not the biggest Spencer Rattler guy. Um, Iowa State, they were great last year. Um, they looked you know, it, they looked okay in the first game. I like to see more points, but the this upcoming Iowa-Iowa State game, I think the winner of that, um, I think, pushes themselves into a potential, you know, top seven team in the, uh, in the polls. So I think it'll be a big game this week. I got Iowa State. Sorry. Sure, we they got college game day. Though. Oh yeah, I I think the game does play in Iowa State's favor. How does um, it feel living with an Iowa State fan? <laughs> not it's not great, man. Especially since you <laughs> both go to Iowa. Very yeah. very unique circumstances. It's a little awkward. Um, but yeah, Iowa State fans they get shit on constantly here. It's not it cannot be fun, but. It's a big, it's a huge game. It's at Iowa State in Ames, and it's going to be a hot one, which I do not like for Iowa. They're a cold weather football team. Um, the defense is going to have to be swarming like it was last week, and they're going to have to be able to pound the rock, which I am confident that they can do. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Iowa, though, because obviously I'm an Iowa fan, and they have really had Iowa State's number. The last time they played each other, Iowa State was going to get the ball back with uh, only down a point, and they ran into the own uh, – the kick returner ran into his own teammate and fumbled the ball. So it's just – it's they have bad voodoo on their side. They're not going to beat Iowa. It's like – it's kind of like the Ohio State-Michigan thing. No matter what Harbaugh does, he just – can't beat him. He's not gonna win. <laughs> Until I see it happen, I cannot pick Iowa State to beat Iowa. Well, I'm predicting you're gonna see it happen, and I'll uh, I'll give you a phone call when uh, Iowa State wins. And they also have the distraction of College Game Day. They can't let that get to them. They got it. Well, I you know what? That's great. Good for them. They got Game Day. They're gonna the games between the lines. That's all I'm gonna say. I think Iowa State wins it. Uh, finally, we didn't talk about Texas A&M at all. They are ranked the number five team, so I think we should at least mention them, uh, put a little respect on their names. They get to host oh, yeah. Alabama this year, and they could very well be 5-0 and no. heading into that matchup. Um, so I'm that devastated, be- boys. Allen Robinson just went to pick before me, and I wanted him. Oh, Sorry. boy. Who are you going yeah. now? Um. I don't know. That was the last of like the elite. I went running back, running back in the first round. So, and I every was draft. I was kind of like 
on the bubble, or I was kind of like between Keenan Allen and Allen Robinson, it felt like every draft, and I went with Keenan Allen every time just slightly just because of his quarterback. I probably would have taken Keenan too, but I, I, they both went. So having, having Allen Robinson following me in the third of a 12-man would have been really nice, but I don't know who I go now. It's between like Robert Woods, Amari Cooper, and Thielen. Just eff just it and take Mahomes, you know? <laughs> take, take Mahomes with, the, with my third round. Honestly, I, I might take him in the fourth. Just, just because this is by far not the smartest pick, but I'm taking Thielen because I'm a Vikings fan. Uh, yeah, you got someone you yeah. can root for. Yeah. So sorry, um, I, I like I said, I, I, I want the viewers to to go through this experience with me. So also shout out to Mackenzie Milton. That was awesome. That was a that was my favorite awesome. moment of the weekend. Oh yeah. He got in to play against Notre Dame, and he kind of led them back into that game. Just insane to see. Until they I mean, I, I certainly never thought he'd play football again. It was like almost like an Alex Smith situation that he had at UCF. Um, he was a great quarterback there. He was there for their like 12 and 0 seasons. Yeah. And yeah, he had a gruesome, gruesome injury. And a couple of years later, here he is playing again. I hope he gets to continue to start for him. I mean, I I obviously you that's the type of thing. I don't know how much, how much, how much the like team, the team was was around the starting quarterback. But you get you got to go with this. Like if you make a move like that after week one, that's a potential like thing that lose the locker room. But at the same point, Milton was so much better. Right. So it just depends. I don't know Florida State too well. Was there like an, an attachment to, to the starter, something like that? But by by far and yeah. away, Milton was the just was yep. the better quarterback. I think that about wraps up our college football talk, DP. Yep. Uh, I think uh, in honor of our whole pigskin uh, pick them thing that we'll, we'll do more promoting of it, get more people to join. I think for this, we're, we're not going to go in depth on our picks. Uh, I think we'll save that for after the games are, have been played. But I think we're just going to – I'm going to list off every game and you give me your winner. I'm not going to tell you okay. the spread because the spread's going to change. So I'm just going to list every game off, and you tell me who you have winning. Sound good? I'm ready. I'm excited. All right. Thursday night football, start the year. Cowboys at Bucks. Buccaneers. Buccaneers, and they're going to cover the eight and a half. Get out, ball. I also got I Rookie got the year off the wall. All I right. Think, I think Bucks, and I think Brady has a – Fantastic game. So, yep. All right. Bears at Rams. Rams don't even have to think. I'm taking Rams to cover the seven and a half. Taking Rams, am... and I'm taking, I don't know if there's an over under for Darno Mooney yards, Darno Mooney under like 30. And hopefully, oh both of those games kind of give us more insight on like for the Buccaneers, how their running back committee is going to work, and same for the Rams. Yes. Agreed. I think the, I think the, the Buccaneers will be very similar to last year. The Rams, on the other hand, I think the Rams is just going to be just hot hand. Yeah. I, so, I mean, so. I guess the Rams were kind of like that last year as well, but they really kind of were steadied themselves with Cam Akers, at least in the second half. So, they were that way with C.J. Anderson when they had him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
All right. Packers at Saints. I'm going to go Packers. Mm-hmm. Well, so this one is being played where now? Jacksonville. It's so they Jacksonville. don't even have to play in a – and New Orleans not an easy place to play. No, I mean, that that certainly influences my pick. They don't get to play in a packed Superdome. I'm going to go Packers. I think they'll travel well, too. I'm taking Packers as well. I think think New Orleans is competitive all year long, but no Michael Thomas first game with Jameis starting. I know he got playing time last year, first game with his starting. I'm taking – I think this will be – game will be like maybe a 31-28 score, a, a close one, but I'm taking Packers. I got Packers, and I think it'll be a blowout. Okay. Steelers at Buffalo. I'll go ahead and start. Buffalo wins this one. Yep. Yes. I'm thinking Buffalo as well. I think I think Steelers. I think Steelers have like a seven win season. I'm going, but yeah, I think I had Steelers with like seven eight wins. I'm gonna go Buffalo. But I think the Steelers cover the six and a half point spread. I actually think the Steelers start off the season pretty well. I think they play well at Buffalo and then they get like Vegas and Cincy at home. I think they win both of those too. But as the season goes on, I think they get the schedule gets tougher and they lose a lot more games. All right. Eagles at Falcons. Oh, man. Can't wait to watch this one. I. I'm going to take – I actually I, – I'm going to go I, – I know I'm making zero cents right now. I'm going to take Philly on an upset on this one. I don't know why. I feel like Jalen Hurts has a really good game. Atlanta's favored by three and a half. It's in Atlanta, but I'm going to take Philly in this one for zero, for zero reason except I like Jalen Hurts. No, I actually like that. I think mm, – you know what? No, I'm going to go Falcons. I think they're the better team. Uh, yeah, it's our first game seeing Kyle Pitts. We'll see how they use Mike Davis, and I don't even know who their backup running back is at this point. But I think it's a uh, Wayne Gallman Jr. Wayne, okay, that's not bad. No, not terrible. But I think this could be actually be a high-scoring game. Oh, I'm hammering the over 48. Yeah, that's yes. A, there will there will be zero defense played in this one. I don't know None. if I'm gonna take Atlanta to cover the three, but I I love that over 48 points. Yeah, I'm going Atlanta. This battle of two brand new head coaches. Uh, Arthur Smith was from Tennessee. I like him a lot. I like him good. a ton. The Eagles coach, I cannot tell you his name. All I remember Sirianni. about him is that. Yep. Sure. Um. He had that really bad press conference to start the year. Don't love him. I'm going Falcons just because of that. All right. Uh, next game, Vikings at Bengals. Ben, Vikings. It, I, I, I hope. I don't know how this is a three point spread. I would say Vikings like at minus five and a half. I think Vikings win this game by two scores. There's no reason that Thielen and Jefferson shouldn't just have absolutely insane games here. If you look at who Bengals are starting at cornerback, it's like Chris Awuzier and Eli Apple. They should dominate this football game. The only way the Vikings lose this game is if the defense falls flat on their face and burrow those for like four touchdowns. I agree. On my parlay, I'm taking Vikings minus three for sure. Yeah. I would I mean if this was in Minnesota, I guess it'd be it'd be a, a different spread, but 
Yeah. yeah. I, 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 Vikings easily cover this, in my opinion. I agree with you guys. I got Vikings over Bengals. Next game, San Fran at Detroit. San Fran minus seven and a half. Actually, I um, – I'll take Detroit I, to cover the seven. Yes, that's what I was just about to say. I, th- I take Detroit to cover. And this is a classic, like, I'm only taking Detroit to cover because it's week one. I think Detroit's going to be horrible. But yeah. I'm going to take Detroit to cover. Uh, maybe San Fran wins this by, like, two field goals or maybe just wins it by a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, I love San Fran this year. Um, and I'm not only taking them when I'm taking them to cover. Uh, I, they are such a – when healthy – which I think they are going to be healthy this year. Um, it's usually like an on and off every year kind of deal with them. Um, love them this year. Defense is still good. Offense, they're going to run the football. I'm a big run the football guy. Love the Niners. Hammer. They're healthy. They uh, can definitely win a playoff game this yeah. year. Easily. That um, they Cardinals. Can, they can compete for division. Sorry. Uh, potentially the best noon game, I think. Cardinals at Titans. This game is underrated. I don't. I haven't. I've barely seen this game get talked about. This. Yes. This is two. I guess kind of exciting offenses, which you didn't think you'd be saying two years ago that Ryan Tannehill was leading an exciting offense. But nevertheless, <laughs> it's two exciting offenses. Tennessee favored by three, but it's in Tennessee, so that's all. That's that's damn near a push. It, um, I'm gonna take Tennessee to win this one. But I think it's a fantastic game. I'm going to take Tennessee to win. I'm staying away from this game, though. Yeah. I, I'm very excited to watch it, but I would not bet on it confidently at all. What's the over-under on this game? 52. Uh, yeah. This is, one of the, this is one of those games don't look bet the over. Okay. No. Yeah. It's it's just bet the over. It could be 75. I'd still probably take the over. This that it's going to be like a 48-42 football game, I think. I hope so. Um, we need one of those in week one. And in that case, I am. I love the Titans in this one. Um, everyone talks about A.G. Brown, Derrick Henry. I still believe in Julio Jones. Julio Jones is potential outside of Calvin Johnson, the best receiver I have ever seen play. Um, you can make a case that, that he's even better than Calvin because if he stays healthy, he's going to play longer than Calvin, um, which I think is a factor. But Julio Jones is – I mean, he is – he's it. He, 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 I still think he's going to be solid. I don't think he'll be the number one in this offense, but I, 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 I want him on my football team. Yep. Um, so taking Titans there. Seattle at Colts. Seattle. We don't know if Carson Wentz is starting yet. He is starting, for sure. He announced okay. that today. Yep. That still I, doesn't. I'm still going to take Seattle. Yeah, I'm taking the Seahawks on the road. Yeah. Week one. Uh, week one. Russell Wilson has has not failed to let me down. Yeah. I am. I am also taking Seattle. Um, but don't tell anyone. I'd hit the under. I think both these teams are going to run the football a lot. I think so too. Uh, 50 seems a bit high for me. Uh, I'm going to take that under and run. Um, 21 Chargers final score. And... Yeah, I could see it. Chargers football team. Uh, the line's even, ESPN's telling me, which is interesting. Um, what are you guys thinking? Give me Washington. I'll take the Washington. Really? I'll take Washington and their defense as well. 
Fitzpatrick in first yeah. game of the season doesn't has the interception gene hasn't set in yet for him. He will have a nice game. And I think the Washington defense shows out. Yeah, I think I think they're really going to use Antonio Gibson well this year. I hope so. I really do because he wasn't getting as much production. He, like they, they seem to be using McKissick a lot on yeah. third down. So it scares me a little bit. Um, but I, I I hope they do use Antonio Gibson. And I hope they use they, – they've got weapons on offense as well. Logan Thomas, Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin. Like, that's a good – Yeah, that's I really good, hope they use Curtis Samuel yes. the right way. Especially – I mean, I would – considering it was Ron Rivera who used Curtis Samuel in Carolina, I would hope so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Never know. Yeah. I got Chargers. I, I'm a big fan of the Chargers this year. I got high expectations for them. I think this is the year they kind of put it all together. I think they win a playoff series this year. All right. Jets at Panthers. Panthers oh, by the Panthers. Panthers Agreed. in a blowout. Agree. Sam Darnold's going no mercy on these fools. And it's uh, Zach Wilson's first NFL game. The Panthers are going to score a lot of points in this one. Taking Panthers uh, as well. And by the way, Panthers offensive coordinator Joe Brady will be a head coach within the next three to four years. Agreed. Agreed. I think yeah. the Panthers, I said this earlier, I think they they could either win like six games and lose a lot of close ones, or I wouldn't even be shocked if they went and won like 11 games this year. That's that, fair. I could, if they're a playoff team, I would not be shocked at all. I could say it. Um, yeah, I just see it as a Sam Darnold, Robbie Anderson revenge game. Uh, I'm a sucker for revenge games. So I think they, I, I have Robbie Anderson, a couple of leagues. I think Robbie Anderson puts up two touchdowns. Uh, the stinky bowl Jags at Texas. Jags. Um, I'm only, the only reason to watch this game is for Trevor Lawrence. Actually, that's not true. I'm taking the Texans because I don't think their offense is completely horrible. I think Brandon Cooks has a good game, and Tyrod Taylor is average, and the Jags' defense sucks. So I'm taking Texans to win this game, but Lawrence, I think, plays well. I am too. I'm taking the Texans. Despite Watson being out, I don't think this is the worst football team we've ever seen. I think I still had them winning three or four games. I might have them at four. I can't remember, but I think this is going to be one of the games they win. I mentioned this on our preview show about the Texans or the Jags being favored. I still would have had the Texans favored in this one just because you have the steady presence at quarterback. They have like 18 different running backs they can use on offense. And Braden Cooks is not a bad receiver. So yeah. I think I think they win this game against a horrible Jags defense. Well, I was going to take the Texans, but now that you're both on them, I kind of want to fade you guys. Uh, I'm going Jags. Okay. Okay, guy. Sure, sure. Uh, I think the game of the day, Browns-Chiefs. Yeah, this is an exciting matchup. I, I really think the Browns want to come out and make a statement. I think Kevin Stefanski is a really good – I need to stop saying I think. Um, either way, I'm still going to take the Chiefs to win this one. It's going to be a close one. Chiefs favored six and a half. I don't think the Chiefs cover that. I think it's going to be maybe win by a field goal or maybe like a 28-24 final score, I'll take Chiefs. Give me the Cleveland Browns outright. I'm no Chiefs yet. I'm no Chiefs hater because I picked them to win the Super Bowl this year. But I think the Browns get 
very minor playoff revenge from when the Chiefs beat them. And I think they start off strong at Arrowhead. I really don't have much reasoning behind this. I just – I got it's just a gut feeling. When I first saw the game, gut reaction, Cleveland wins this one. Uh, I got Chiefs. Uh, I just – it's one of the. It's like Bama. It's you don't look. You don't care what the spread is. You just bet Bama. I I I bet Chiefs. Um. Yeah. All right. The next game, Patriots are home to the Dolphins. Uh, I'm gonna. That's tough. The Patriots are three point favorites in Mac Jones' first NFL game against a really good defense and Brian Flores. I may have to go Miami in this one. I'm taking Miami as well. I think they come out with a really nice game plan to to use those receivers they have in Waddle, Devontae Parker. They don't have Wolf Floor yet, but they will in the future. I think they at least attempt to run the football, and I like that Miami won't be throwing against Stephon Gilmore for New England. So I think I think the Patriots score – like 14 points and Miami wins is like 21 14. Uh, yeah, I don't like either of these teams a lot, but I, I don't know how you don't take Miami. It's the way I see it. Yep. Um, and then the last Sunday game, Broncos are home to the Giants. I'm gonna take the Wow, Denver is favored in this one. This game was only put on as the 325 game in case Rodgers got traded to Denver. That is the only reason why this game is in, like, any sort of national spotlight. I'm fading the Giants this year, and you guys know as of of my predictions in our preview show, I like Denver. I'm taking Denver to win. Denver wins by touchdown to 10 points, somewhere in that range. I don't like these West Coast teams going – to the East Coast, especially New York. The Raiders have had a lot of trouble there. I'm going to go with the Giants over the Broncos. I actually think the Giants might be a better team than them this year. I like their defense a lot. It all kind of falls on Daniel Jones. Um, and if Saquon and Kenny Galladay could stay healthy. But I'm going to go New York. I'm going to take them to – I'm going to take them outright, so I'm going to take money line on that on my far way. Uh, I'm with Colin on that one. I'm I'm riding the Giants. I like Giants to win the NFC Beast this year. That, that might not be saying much, but I think Danny Dimes still got a little game left in him before he becomes a career backup. I hope so. Um, I hope he does. It's funny that and we're then saying the, has a little bit left in the tank in year three. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. It's a um, all right, and then to wrap up week one, we got Monday night, Ravens at Raiders. Colin, why don't you go ahead and start? The Raiders tell, are just going to win this game. Are you kidding Yeah, me? I was going to say, why don't you go ahead and tell us why the Raiders are going to win? The Raiders are going to win this game. They always start off the year strong under Gruden. The past two years, they started off really strong. Uh, last year, I forget who they started with. Can you guys remind me? Wasn't it like Saints? No, Panthers. Is they won, won in Carolina and then beat the Saints. Yeah, and then they beat the Saints. I think that was also on Monday Night Football that they beat the Saints. It was. In Vegas. This is the first Vegas home game with fans, and I expect it to be packed and loud. The black hole is finally back. 
and the Raiders are going to win this game. Uh, yeah, I'm not picking the Raiders because I'm not a fool. Uh, I'm taking the Ravens. Uh, people say I shit on Lamar. Uh, I just don't think he's an elite core. I, I wouldn't even say that. Only DJ says that you shit on Lamar. It's just DJ. Yeah, this is mostly just all at DJ. I just don't think he's an elite passer. Uh, I think he's an elite quarterback just because of how he can change the game with his skills. I don't think that's necessarily passing. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Baltimore because I think they can run the ball. I'm a big fan of Gus Bus Edwards, and you know, I, I like the Ravens. Defense is still good. Justin Tucker. I think when Gruden has, I think the Raiders are going to score a lot of points in this game. Uh, I when think Gruden, this is a shootout as well. Sorry. Gruden is going to have a script ready for this, and I think the Raiders are going to come out very strong offensively, and I'm hoping that the additions at linebacker over the offseason are enough to at least slow down the Ravens' run game a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think – I think the Ravens, I, you guys know I'm high on Lamar. I'm high on the Ravens this year. I have them winning division. That being said, I think this is still a really close game, a shootout, and maybe someone that ends like 35-31. And I think we're going to look back and it's going to be one of the best games of the weekend, but I'm taking the Ravens. All right. I think that's going to wrap up our NFL picks. Colin, do you have a two-minute drill for us? We do have a little two-minute drill. It's all right. Let me get the let me get the music queued up. Hopefully, we uh, don't get in trouble for this. Uh, we didn't on the last couple. I can't. We're gonna just, we're just gonna keep riding until we get in trouble for it. All right. Are you guys ready for the two-minute drill? This one should be a little bit quicker. Sounds all right, good. Here we go. Let's get it started. Is the music okay? Too loud? You good? Music's is good. Yep. All right. First of all, J.R. Smith, it's been a while. J.R. Smith is back in college, and he's playing golf now, I think, at NCA&T. Um, he's also been, like, live-tweeting his college freshman year, um, asking people, like, for tips on qu- how to take quizzes and whatnot. He's giving us little updates. I love this from J.R. Smith. Good for him. Uh, my note on this, I want to get Chick-fil-A with him in the union. I think everyone would want to with, with J.R. And, Smith. And uh, one more thing. I love how he said he was struggling um, on syllabus week. That's, He's an open book. That's, yeah. It's going to be a rough year if you're struggling on syllabus week. We can all for the first time relate to J.R. Smith. <laughs> and he no longer wants to be the, called the Henny God. He doesn't like it. Um, IMG Academy was on ESPN and they got matched up against Bishop Sycamore, who I, I don't even know at this point. I don't know if they're a real high school, if they're not a real high school. I wish there was still news about this because that was very funny for a couple days. Yeah, and it's, it's very interesting. Sense. I mean, long story short, they basically just lied to ESPN, said they had a bunch of players that were like four or five star recruits, whatnot. And they got absolutely blown out by IMG Academy. And it's a bunch of, like, older men. Yeah. Um, I, I the, me- the memes of this story are absolutely hilarious. 
Um, and then my other note is, how has no one thought to lie to ESPN before? This is insane. This, this was the, the the greatest uh, the greatest kind of con artist move I've ever seen. This was this also was they have. I think they have like another game schedule. I don't think it's on ESPN, but they have another game schedule. And their coach has a warrant out for his arrest. Who's been recently recently been fired? Oh, he had I that I, coach. That I did not know. <laughs> um, it just gets better and better the more you dive into it. Uh we finally got a Spider-Man trailer. We haven't recorded in that long, but we got a Spider-Man trailer. Give me your thoughts. Um it, well, I, I'm going to throw a little statistic out on you. The most watched trailer in the first like three days of all time. This movie is going to be insane. Uh, there are people harassing Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire about being in this, and their reactions are hilarious. I cannot wait for this goddamn movie. Also, was this a trailer or was this a teaser? It was a, it was a full-on trailer. It was like two and a half minutes. Okay, I, I don't know, like, the terminology. I don't know if they're going to release another one yeah. or what, but it looks awesome, finally. And uh, final, last but not least, Coach O, Ed Orgeron, is facing his son this week. I think it's for McNeese State. LSU's coming off a loss at UCLA State. They should beat up on them. He's coaching his son, who's against his son, who is McNeese State's quarterback. Insane. I mean, is this going to be one where dad just completely outsmarts kid? Or do you think kid knows dad a little too well and he takes advantage of that? I don't know, but if I'm Coach O, I send a message right away and I engage eight. Engage eight blitz his ass every play. <laughs> You guys want to yeah, add else, any other headlines you've seen? Um, the only other thing I got is the uh, Marvel Shang Chi movie. Very good. There, there are reports that this was the all time, like an all time fan movie. Like this movie was for the fans. If you're a Marvel fan, go watch the movie. So good. But we have football. Get make sure you're logged into your Sunday ticket before kickoff. I cannot wait for this. Um. I am so insanely excited for this weekend to get here. I cannot wait to sit my ass on that couch and watch eight hours of football and not worry about homework. By the Oh, I can't wait. The Sunday the way, series will be in full effect, though. Yes. yes. When, once I hear that, that dun 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 dun. And, it, and honestly, I won't be too mad about it because I don't care to watch Rams Bears that much, anyways. <laughs> Um, breaking news, Donovan, Reds get Ian Happ out. It's really it's, it's a miracle. He came up in a walk-off situation and to really? my to my surprise, did not hit a walk-off missile. So Reds that is and, insane. Reds and Cubs had extra innings. First of all, oh, it was, oh. I was I was scared the, the way that ninth inning was it was Frank the tank leading off with Ian Happ to follow. So in my head, I'm like, there's no way this game doesn't end right here, right now. Yep. Um, also, for you Marvel fans out there, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness has just finished filming. Oh, good. And you know who's in that one? There's a lot of people in that one. Loki and uh, Sylvie are confirmed to be in it. 
as well as uh, Morbius. No, not yeah, no, Mobius. right? Yeah, Mobius. Same Mo- thing. Where All right, finally get a wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, all right. I think I think this was a good episode. Uh season two is going off great. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share, tell everyone, tell the whole family about the podcast. Join our pigskin pick'em league, TTSP, all caps. Um, once again, thank you guys for listening. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.